Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. Hello everyone, it's Alicia from AliciaLeadham.com and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Well-Being. I'm super excited for today because here in this little solo episode, I have a video going for you. Today, I feel like, you know, like old times, we're talking to the camera for this uh, podcast episode, but I want to share with you three powerful communication techniques that you can use to help improve the mental health and well-being of those around you. So this can apply for you if you are a leader uh, working in the workplace and you want to make a positive impact on the mental health and well-being of your team uh, and of the culture in general. This can apply for you as a parent in your home with your family and your children or your spouse. And this can also apply, can apply with uh, external family members or friends because these three uh, communication techniques and, and tools are really able to assist anyone in really any stage of their life and wherever it is that you are. Because here's the thing with mental health and well-being, it's really important that we have the open communication around it. It's important that we talk about it. In the past, it has been something that we don't discuss openly because I think it has a lot to do with the fact that you don't see mental health necessarily as much as you see you know, physical health. It's much easier to see if there's something physically wrong or to discuss something physical in terms of your health with someone around you at work or at home um, because it's something that you can tangibly see. But with mental health or brain health, as a lot of people like to call it, this is something that is more unseen. And so it's more of kind of the unknown. And it's something that we're trying to get a better understanding and better grasp on because, like I just said, it's not something that's as... uh, tangible and physically seen with the mind's eye because it's in it's in our it's our it's in our mind it's part of our brains and it's just as important as our physical health if you know me and my work um you know that I'm a big big believer in uh mind body health and wellness so I believe our physical health impacts our mental health and our mental health impacts our physical health we're all working as one beautiful unit. Mind, body, and soul are all interchangeable and working together. So just as much as we work on our spiritual self and connecting with a power greater than ourselves of our own understanding, uh, meditating, connecting with you know the universal uh, powers that you feel connected to is just as important as keeping your body moving and healthy and feeding it the right foods and uh, your mental health, right? The way that you think and view your life experiences and how you're responding and the thoughts that you're thinking are just as important in the way that uh, this comes in with your mental health and well-being. And part of having really strong mental health and well-being is communicating it, right? Voicing it, getting it out, speaking it. 
And as leaders, we have the ability to assist in that process of sharing and communicating how it is that we may or may not be feeling. And so when you are a leader who wants to make some changes or wants to positively impact the mental health of your teams or your workforce, um, these three things are really going to give you very strategic, tangible things that you can do to make a big difference and to be the change, right? So the first thing is the power of being vulnerable. So this will require you to open your own heart and to share your own vulnerabilities, to sharing where you're at personally, where you're at professionally with people around you, with your team. So if things aren't going so hot for you in your own life, be vulnerable and share that. Because when you are vulnerable in sharing what might be going on for you behind the scenes, and remember, we all have something going on at all times, that's part of the point of life, then you're creating a safe environment and a safe place for your team to feel that they can share what's going on with them too as well. And this is just vital to remember that at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all human beings who are going through unique experiences, unique um, things in our life, circumstances, situations. We're all going through something and One of the most human things is to want to feel connected to the humanness of other people. And the best way to feel connected to that is to knowing like, hey, I'm not alone in, you know, this emotion that I'm feeling or the same situation that I may have felt like before that no one understands me or no one gets me or no one knows what it's like because that's just not the human reality. The reality is we all are so, so deeply connected and the disconnection is really happening when we're not opening up and sharing that vulnerable side of what's really going on with us and what we're experiencing with other people. It makes others feel less alone and it makes them feel safe enough to be able to trust you. So that's the first tip is to be vulnerable. Say, hey, this is what's going on with me too, right? If you're having a health scare or a health situation, share that. Um, you don't have to go into oversharing. You don't have to, you know, overshare or spill every single detail about what's going on, but sharing just enough. Let's say you're, um, your child is sick and, and now you're sick or you're really exhausted as a result of taking care of your sick child and you kind of felt like you had to choose between, you know, leaving work to take care of your child and it's catching up with you and you're feeling very overwhelmed and trying to just juggle it all because it's very hard having a sick child as, as a parent and um, sharing that, hey, this is like what's really going on, right? Um, so being vulnerable and The thing about vulnerability is we must remember that vulnerability is actually one of your biggest strengths and one of your biggest powers as a leader. This is something that researcher and author Brene Brown has written about and researched about um, extensively. She even has a YouTube video called The Power of Vulnerability um, that explains this even more in depth. If you haven't watched that video before or dove into Brene Brown's work, I highly encourage you to do so. But um, vulnerability, we think it is you showing weakness, 
but it's actually research has shown the exact opposite. Vulnerability is you showing your strength and you showing your power because when you're tapped into the truth and um, strong enough to share what's really going on and how you're actually feeling, that is true strength. Pretending like everything's perfect and putting up this mask and, you know, acting like a robot is actually not the strong thing and the strong approach. Your greatest superpower and strength is your ability to be vulnerable. So be vulnerable and share what's, what's up with you. My husband likes to open up these conversations in team meetings by uh, asking and going around, how are you doing? How are you doing professionally? And how are you doing personally? Uh, and this helps to open up that vulnerable side. And oftentimes here myself will begin in that circle, right? Like, okay, personally, here's what's going on with me. Uh, and professionally, here's what's going on with me. And so that creates a safe environment for others to share for themselves as well. The second thing is to tell, show, and repeat often. So what does this mean? So it means that you are telling others what it is that is working for you and what are some things that you are doing to impact and improve your own mental health and well-being. So for example, in the workplace, let's say you have a really cool um, workshop series that's being offered in the organization. If the organization is not promoting that, or if you as a leader aren't promoting it or talking about it and telling it, then you're um, team members are not going to hear about it or they're not going to see as much of value in it because you're not communicating that, you know, you're, you're taking it, you're seeing it and you're talking about it and you're telling them, you know, what it is that you're learning from it, what it is that you're doing um, yourself and how it's impacting you. So that's the second part of it is telling them, you know, what, what you're doing what's working, you know, what are some things that are being offered that you're taking advantage of, but then also showing them how it is that you're doing that. So to elaborate on it, let's say this workshop series is you learning uh, some mindfulness skills and your intention was to learn these mindfulness skills or learn some meditation sessions that you feel resonate with you the most so that you can go and meditate in the meditation room at the office that has been there for a while or maybe it's brand new and you really wanted to utilize that so that you can tap into that um, sense of stillness and centeredness and steadiness as you go about your work day. And so an example would be, hey, I'm learning about this really cool meditation style. It's called mindfulness meditation uh, in this workshop series that our organization is offering. I actually went and did it myself in the meditation room just before this call or yesterday before I presented and it helped me immensely. It's, I've noticed a huge difference in my mental health and it's making me feel a lot less anxious and so much more steady and calm throughout the day. It's really, really awesome. That is an example of telling them about something, but then also doing it, embodying it, and showing it with your actions, right? And so again, that, that creates this container of safety and of you 
walking the talk and not just talking or telling someone else to go do it, but rather I'm doing it, I'm engaging it, here's how it's helping me and here's exactly what this looks like for me. Or even, hey, I have been using my my mental health days and this is what I did in my mental health day. I took my family, we went for this hike and I felt so good after that. It was awesome for me. I highly encourage you guys to take your own mental health days that we have you know, available for you here at the office etc, etc. But what's important about this is you can't just you tell it, say that you're doing it and then do it once. This is ongoing behavior. And so this is something that I speak about all of the time, which is the power and the impact of embodying and being and leading well-being, right? Doing these things, being truly a, a leader who embodies well-being, who takes care of their physical health, takes care of their mental health, takes care of their spiritual health, makes it something that is a top priority and does it, that is not just saying one thing, but it's showing it and being the change. And as you be the change, you don't have to say it as much, you will see a ripple of impact from that, like, oh... They're doing that. She's doing that. He's doing that. I now feel safe for me to explore and do that. And they then improve and we begin to start seeing ripple of changes in as well. The culture beginning to show that it's safe to take the time to do that, that it's safe here for us to uh, meditate or calm down or genuinely use these programs and opportunities to help you with your own mental health and well-being. So the third communication tool that you can use uh, to assist with this is to continue to keep the conversation open and the conversation going. This isn't just a one and done thing uh, and checking it off the box. This needs to be an ongoing conversation, continuing to ask and check in, hey, how are you doing? Here's how I'm doing. And then follow up, hey, I, I heard, you know, I know you just had that, that doctor's appointment, how did it go, how are you feeling? Or hey, I know that you were um, taking that mental health day last week, what did you do, how did it go? Um, continuing to have that open and honest communication so that you can have this flow, this beautiful flow of back and forth and back and forth. And this is where that safety, um, to be able to communicate their well-being needs with you and you with them uh, really improves mental health massively with people. Uh, there was a, an article that came out recently that I read that found that well-being, especially uh, mental health and well-being in the workplace, is highly impacted by managers and leaders and their own behavior. And so what you do and what you don't do will impact your team immensely. So keeping this conversation open and um, a safe a safe harbor, right, for you guys to discuss it means that if and when something comes up for someone, they feel safe that they can actually come to you and tell you what's going on ahead of time. Uh, before it becomes something that is irreversible, like, you know, burnout, or they're just done and checked out at that point, or don't even tell you and then do the quiet quitting thing that's been happening, you know, across across the country lately. 
So having that open and honest communication will also help with having and creating a kind culture and being kind and loving to one another. Because when you're kind and loving and have compassion, then this is a much safer environment to feel as though you can thrive in. And at this point, um, you know, past the last three years, past 2020, we're no longer interested, in my opinion, in um, just getting through, right? And just hustling and pushing and, and stopping, never stopping, right? We're more interested in how can we create a sustainable pace in which we prioritize our own mental health, our own well-being, and we don't just say it, but we actually do it and we encourage it and we have, we talk about it and we create safe places to be able to talk about it. And this isn't something that's just woo-woo anymore. There's so much research and um, discussion to back up how having these kind of safe places to discuss and share is actually something that you can uh, maintain in the long run and sustain. And so that's what we're looking for, right? We want people to have safety in, in their ability to thrive and truly having balance. If we say that's something that's a value of ours and having balance in work and family, then having these conversations helps you to maintain a sustainable, thriving environment where this is something that we can maintain that, that balance in, in your life. So I'd love to hear from you guys which of these three communication tools and tips that you will dive into a little bit more for yourself. Like I said, I used a lot of examples on this uh, today within the workforce as leaders, but you can also use this in your everyday life, even as, as a parent, right? You can be vulnerable with your child. You can be vulnerable and say, you know, mommy's really going through a lot at work, right? I'm, I'm having a lot of pressure. Mommy's scared to travel and, you know, go on the plane um, but here's what I'm doing to prepare myself for it. I know that I'm going to be a little bit scared, but I am really practicing my meditation and my yoga to help me stay calm even when I'm afraid. And here, you can do some yoga with me, right? That's the showing. That's the acting of it. Let's meditate together. Here's what I'm doing. I'm practicing this breath work, and that's what I'm going to be doing throughout the plane. And then, you know, after the plane ride, you let them know how it went and you ask them how they're doing and how they would feel riding a plane or so, you know something along that those lines i'm going on a plane trip here um very soon so that example is at the forefront of my mind but keeping that conversation open sharing how you're feeling talking and telling them what you can do doing it and asking them don't just always tell them but keep the conversation open with them right and have real dialogue between each other. So this, these, these, these three communication tools can be interchangeable and used in many different aspects 
of your life. So I hope that they serve you. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If you'd like more information of how we could work together, you can head to alishaleedem.com. That's A-L-I-S-H-A-L-E-Y-T-E-M.com. If you have not grabbed a copy of my book yet, you can head to Amazon to pick it up. It's called The Six Gold Keys to Wellbeing, A Guide to Unlocking a Happy and Healthy Life. It is a beautiful roadmap and guide to help you jumpstarting your personal well-being journey using the six keys that I believe are the foundation to living a beautiful whole life. And I give you so many resources and tips and guide guidelines on where you can begin that isn't overwhelming and how you can sustain and maintain it for yourself which are all well-being behaviors that you can tell others that you're doing and show them and do them and let people know how they're working for you. This is how we'll ultimately create this massive overhaul of improving uh, mental health that we are so very needed right now in the world. So that is available for you over on Amazon. We'll also have the link for you in the show notes below. So... I wish you all a very beautiful rest of your day, wherever you are in the world. And I will see you next time for another episode. Namaste.